0: Welcome to the Fully Cipher Podcast. It's your boy Smurf.
1: It's Las Vegas. Godfish.
0: All right, y'all. Today we have a special guest. Today, today we have Rick Ross. Freeway. Rick (laughs) Ross, and we have his fighter, Uh,
2: yeah,
0: Mister Chant. Yes,
2: sir. Yes, sir. Uh, A little nervous, You okay? Me, I'm straight. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <All
3: right>. <laughs> <laughs> I you was know, right. you know, right. checking his temperature She gonna check yours though, Oh, oh sure. she you definitely oh, yes. <laughs> Man. Man, definitely uh, Champ got a fight coming up In the 2300 arena as
1: well
3: That's Friday, That's yeah.
4: Two right days right. away. Two Am days already. away. Two days away. Am I ready?
2: Come on now. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: what I like. Confidence.
4: Yes, definitely. Champ said he lived for this. Sure. Definitely. Um. So I got a
1: question.
0: Oh, okay. I'm sorry, question okay.
1: Yeah, I like do you go to get question How they start off in professions? So what made
2: <laughs> you? To uh, I mean, I was like. When I graduated high school, and you know, I said I ain't had nothing else to do, I was watching YouTube, and uh, the, I was watching like the, I don't know what video. It was. I think it was basketball probably. And then the next video, it was uh, Floyd Mayweather versus Conor McGregor. That fight came on, and I watched the whole thing, and I like, fell in love with it, like the science of how he was breaking him down and stuff. So uh, the next day, I ended up finding the gym, and ended up falling in love with the gym as well. It took that. It was an hour, an hour of video. Yeah. Crazy.
3: So you just started fighting, what? Twenty eighteen. You started. Something.
2: Nah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like like I started at nineteen. I think that was 2017, 2018 That's crazy.
3: Right? That's, yeah. That, that was like just like
0: yesterday. Like, yeah, <laughs> he, definitely. He picked it up and he doing something with it, man. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> You've been doing that, man. Appreciate. It. that occasion, man. All right. Um. My question is, so in every fight, uh. I've, I've heard you learn something about yourself as a fighter in every fight that you fight. Yeah. Um, so, in your last fight, what did you learn about yourself as a fighter?
2: Uh, I, My last fight, I took the fight in five days. So, I mean, mm. uh, really, I was going into the fight mentally instead of physically, so I, my legs was burning, you know what I'm saying, in the second round. My legs was, like, getting tired. You know what I mean? I went back into my corner, and I told him, like, I got to get him up out of here because, you know what I'm saying, I'm burning out myself. Uh, so I ended up stopping him in the third round, and then uh, after that, you know, I got back home and I was stayed focused on my cardio because I don't ever want to feel that again. Because yeah. you know, what I'm saying, it felt like hell. You know what I mean?
4: <laughs> and that fight, that that fight is really how how he came to, to my attention. You know, somebody had contacted me, uh, uh, a old head in the game, been in the game for 31 years, worked for everybody from Don King to uh, matter of fact, he's the guy that convinced Al Heyman to take his first fight with Shane Mosley and uh, Vernon to uh, get out his first belt and this guy brought him, he's like man I got a kid for you, he's he's special better grab him (laughs) so uh, we started you know we started talking from there and uh, you know the more I get to know him just like the more I like who he is, his personality and his determination is, is like unparalleled you know so many people you know they just they just do things just to get some money out of it, you know. But uh, I think he's deeper than that. I <clears> do <throat> uh-huh. uh,
3: Like, you took it for notice. That's sweet. That you know I mean? Especially because, I mean, you're trying to get out there. You're trying to get in, you, know? you want to make sure that you just put up out there. I mean? But you're still doing some cardio and you all those things. You know, was, he, was his weight higher than yours?
2: Nah, nah. Actually, I came found over him. It was probably at 54. Yeah, 54, right. Yeah, and I came in 53, came in 52. Okay, where you at now? Right now? I'm at like almost 49. 49,
3: but Yeah. About yeah. I know that John made you like whatever. So, what what in particular as far as cardio and workouts and things have you done to make sure that you are prepared for this fight? Because I know you, you had time for this, so I know yeah. like you really went in. So like what in particular have you been going through?
2: You no, know, uh I mean, like, everybody think, you know, you got to just run miles, mm-hmm. but in boxing, you know, it's a it's short, it's like short burst. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be a period of time where you're throwing a lot of combinations, and you need that short burst of wind. So, you know, I picked up on my sprints. You know, we got a strength and conditioning color, so, you know, uh, I'm eating differently. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I-, I added c moss to my diet that actually helped me out as well. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, this whole camp, I've been taking it very seriously mentally and physically. You know, what I'm saying especially training with boots, being in the gym with boots, and you know? them. So you know, you can't go in there, you know, half-assing. You know, you gotta go in there straight-minded, go straight too. You know what I
0: mean? Uh, my next question is for you, Rick. Uh-huh. Uh, What got you into like boxing, promoting boxing, and uh, <laughs> into that? What got you into
4: that? Oh man, it's it's two really two things that that really got me into it. When back in the day, you know, when when I was on top of the world. Um, all of the D boys from L.A., it was probably about 15 to 20 of us. We all had our girls with us. You know, we flossing. You know, everybody got on their finest finest dibs. And we was in the Caesars Palace. We had the biggest table in Caesars Palace that, that morning, and we was eating breakfast, and Don King walked over. And he walked up to our table, and he shook everybody's hand at the table. So when I was sitting in prison with a life sentence without the possibility of parole, I was like, what would have happened that day if you told Don King you had $3 million and you would give it to him? <clears throat> uh, so I thought about that and I felt that I would have been on top of boxing it would have only been a matter of time before I learned the game so when I got out of prison I'd already made up my mind that boxing was one of the things that I wanted to do um, and then the other thing that happened when I got in the halfway house a guy walked up to me and he said hey you want to you wanna meet Floyd Mayweather and I was like who is Floyd Mayweather and he was like, you don't know who Floyd Mayweather is and you want to get in the boxing? I was like, yeah, but I don't know who Floyd Mayweather is. So he put me on the phone with Floyd eventually. And um, Floyd came pick me up in the halfway house. So I thought that we was going to have a relationship, you know, like it's my way into boxing through Floyd Mayweather. Why not start at the top, you know, and uh, <clears throat> that really wasn't what he wanted. No, so, and, and one day he made a statement to me. Uh, I was like, "Man, if you ain't gonna do nothing with me, let me let me go to Al." And he was like, "Well, you don't take nobody to the club. So then I said, "You know what? I'm gonna become the plug in boxing."
1: <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah, big <laughs>
4: <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> no, I said just like that. So here I am today, making it happen.
1: Um, two
2: quick questions: for you. Do you ever get disturbed? Uh. No, not no more. I, at one point in time, I was, you know, um, like about, I think it was about two years ago, and I was sleeping in the car in the winter time. In Ohio, our winters, like, one moment is cool, next moment is a blizzard, so, you know what I mean? In the car, I was sleeping in and didn't run, so it was cold, you know what I mean? And um, I walked to work, and I'd be like, damn, like I feel like I'm in a hole. And I had a daughter, you know, I got a daughter now, She uh, she's three, and at that time, she was one, and I felt like I was, you know, failing her, so, I I at one point in time I was on the on the verge of like man I I gotta I need to work. I, I can't box. But you know, after that, you know, uh, my my people's back home, they had uh took me in and uh, got me back on my feet, and after that I went back into a gym, I had love for it, and I never looked back ever since. I don't wanna go back into sleeping in the car ever again. Yeah, I hear that.
4: We are gonna make sure that don't happen. <laughs> you know, really, ain't no reason nobody should be sleeping in no car if they if they use their mind. You know, because our mind, and, and that's the other thing that I've been working with him on is, is is on his mind. Because when you got your mind right, everything else gonna fall in line. You know, so often um, these boxers they they don't they don't do no thinking. You know, they just go out and, and throw punches, and, and then they don't know where their money went. You know, they don't know how they got there. You know, they don't have no clue about what's going on. So, one of the things that I want my guys to do is understand that they got to take care of their business, too. You know, that the boxing is part of it, but business is another part of this of this equation. It must be taken care of.
0: <clears throat> All right. Um, okay, speaking of, like, business, did you bring it up? So, outside of boxing, what else is it that you, like, find a passion for? outside of boxing. Uh,
2: I mean, like, my dad, you know what I'm saying? I grew up, my pop he got a CDL, so he's a truck driver. You know what I'm saying? Ever since I was a kid, he's always be on the road. I go on the road sometimes with him. You know, uh, that's one of my goals, have a fleet of trucks. You know what I'm saying? I always have some type of revenue coming in. And then, uh, I like fashion as well. I might not be see that right now <laughs> because you know like, movies, yeah right? yeah but uh you know me and my brother we we, we about to start a uh, clothing brand it's called it's gonna be off of my uh my nickname the chosen champ but, you know it, it coincides with him because that's his last name as well it's champion so you know we're gonna try to get some drip out too um, right how how much does your, your family impact you are and like how you
3: I know like you say. You do daughter
2: now and I think I read that you
3: take your grandpa as well too. I mean I know you got I'm paralyzed now you keep big. Going now. I like, okay. How big does that how big does that
2: make up who you are like the things you wanna accomplish? Uh, um the way I look at it, you know, uh my pops when I was when I was a kid, he'd be on the road, he always tell me, you know, you the man of the house. I'm the oldest boy, I'm not the oldest kid, but I'm the oldest boy, you know what I'm saying? I'm a man now, you know boy. But uh, you know, um when I always took that in, you know, to a uh, perspective as, you know what I'm saying, everybody in my family had look up to me. Even if they're older than me, they look up to me, you know. My cousins, you know, that's my big brother, you know what I mean? He'll call me, you know. I'm proud of you, this and third. Uh there I got a lot of people on my back, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like you said, my papa, you know, uh when he was alive, I was his caregiver, you know, I stepped up to the plate, uh, cause he didn't want to stay in the nursing home no more. So my dad moved him into our crib and I took a sacrifice, you know what I mean? I sacrificed my freedom, uh, you know, to be with him basically 24 hours a day. You know what I mean? So, uh, and I, I'm honestly, I'm glad that happened because it built, it built, uh, it built a different type of man in me. You know what I mean? My grandpa, you know, he, he, he seen a lot, you know what I'm saying? So being there with him 24 hours, we always talk, you know what I'm saying? He'll he wise me up. So, you know, and that's one reason why I fight too to this day because, you know, he couldn't get up and walk, you know, make his own food. So I admit, that always made me hungry, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, that's how I look at it, man. Everybody, everybody looking up to me to do something special. So that's what I'm here to do.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, so as far as for this fight that's coming up, Okay, so you say you you train different, you train more different, right? So, with how okay approaching this opponent, how's your approaching this opponent different from the last opponent?
2: Uh, honestly, my boxers opponent, I don't look at nobody, I ever uh, ever overlook nobody. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know what I'm saying it's such as God, you know, and, you know, what I'm saying God don't like ugly, so I'm not even a cocky type person. Uh, but this guy right here that I'm about to fight, you know. Just southpaw, and I always fight southpaws. I can't find a right hand fighter for that, and I swear. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, honestly, what I'm gonna go ahead and do, I'm outbox him. And after that, when I see him open up, and I'm gonna go ahead and pop him with some, see if he can take the shots. But a lot of people can't sit behind my punch, you know what I mean? So, uh, honestly, you gonna have to come and see. You you want me to be real with you? You just <laughs> got to come and see. So.
4: And this has probably been your best your best training camp too that you never had. Yeah. Sure. You know, to be to be able to work out with somebody like a Boots, you know, to get in there and get this, that's like world-class sparring. You know, Boots could be, I mean, and some people say it, I, I ain't necessarily saying it myself, but they saying he's probably the most feared dude in his weight class. Um, you know, all the top dudes been, been dodging him. So for, for you to be able to work out with him, yeah. you know, that's been like and to have his dad training <laughs> yeah. you now. You know, so oh,
3: how has that changed, like, just, the yeah. regimen as far as just, like, how you fight, the perception, how you see fighting, like boxing, IQ, all that, just sitting
4: there, you know, you know, like that and, you know, like that. Two I'm greats. Gonna that. Two greats. <laughs> I'm going to say that for you. Two for greats. Sure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, you, you ever been in, like, class and you, like, you got, like, a C or something like that, but you know you can do better? Yeah. It's just like that, you know what I mean? It's like you in the classroom, you know what I'm saying? Boots is, you know, the top guy. You got the A+. Plus, and you be like, man, I'm trying to get that A+. Plus. It, it keeps me on my A game, you know what I'm saying? Even if I'm not in the gym, I'll watch something on YouTube or I'll shadow box or Argo run. You know what I'm saying? Running always therapeutic for me as well. So, you know what I mean? I always go run six miles. Ain't nothing to me. I knock that out quick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, so, you know what I mean? It's like it always, always be on my A game, especially the first time I came out here. I was out here for like a week. And you know, uh, when I was out here sparring boots, I'm like, damn, man, like he just, like, he opened me up differently, like you know what I'm saying, like all I was saying, you know, I'm the weird <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, he opened my mind differently, and I got back home, couldn't get the same kind of work, and I'm like, yo, I gotta, I gotta make something different. And then my papa, out uh, when he passed away, I'm like, I ain't got nothing to be here for except for my daughter, and I feel like if I make this move, it'll be better for her as well. So that's when I ended up making the decision, like I gotta come out here.
4: And his team done got stronger. You know, he he, he done picked up. But, you know, he didn't lose nobody on the other end, really. You know, when he when he when we wound up signing our, our deal together, he kept his whole team that he had, but he just added my team to the to to the equation. You know, so now he got Coach Rick who helped him also with his with his with his uh, conditioning, and I mean, he just you know he got a whole a whole round of 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 people who are with him now that and, and some he haven't even saw yet. You know, because he ain't been to California yet. <laughs> so you know, he's
2: grinding right now. For
4: sure. You know, I got another kid right now working out at Freddie Roach's. Freddie Roach's? Well, he ain't. He, he's just there working. You know, getting his work in, sparring, and you know, cause you know, Freddie. That you want to get some work, you go to Freddie Roach's. Everybody, everybody go to Freddie. So um, he got to get out there. You know, we got to get him out to California so he can. You know, touch some other people because he got a big family now. Right. He don't even know all his family yet.
0: So I go to Rick. How long did it get you to uh, make the connections and to network to build the, the brand of itself for you?
4: Well, you know, uh, uh, you talking about my personal brand or the boxing? The boxing, boxing. The boxing brand? I've been, I've been really dipping into boxing because, you know, I, I messed with Henry Tillman before. You know, I used to mess with Henry Tillman. Uh, we was thinking about, it. He was in the, you know, was thinking about it, letting me manage him, uh, Tony Tubbs, used to mess with Tony Tubbs uh, uh, back in the day. So I, I've been kind of like dipping and dabbing, and I messed with Austin Trout, uh, I messed with uh, 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 J-Rock here a little bit, and I messed with Scooter a little bit, you know, but I didn't have anybody that would allow me to, to really like put my hands on them, you know, to, mm-hmm. to like Massage them and mold them and and, and and turn them and you know what I'm saying and do all the things that that I would do as a businessman. You know, see when I when I look at fighting, I look at fighting from a business aspect. You know what's supposed to be done, and I've been wanting to do that with somebody. But you know, it's something about guys who are already like world champs and and stuff like that. You know, they already got their mind made up and and they got their team already set, and they're not really. Interested in in new ideas and, and new ways of thinking. You know, they, they don't really think outside the box per se. You know, like Bashan, he could tell you my three favorite books. You know, he read my three favorite, the three books that I feel like broke me out of prison. You know, if had I not found these three books, I probably would still be in prison and I probably would still be ignorant. You know, um, <clears throat> when I had that life sentence, I felt that the government had really done me dirty. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to do some dirt. Yeah. You know, my plan was to come out and do some dirt, but after I read those books, I found out that I could do dirt a different way, and it'd be good for other people, you know, so um, those books totally reframe my mind, and I'm trying to get other people to see it and use those same techniques in, in their own trades.
0: Uh your mommy asked him what
2: books
4: are those? What are those um, three yeah. books? I y'all well, you know
2: what books they are? Uh, as a man Thinking, a man thinking your, Um Think and Grow Rich and Richest Man of Babylon. Uh, mm, cool. uh, yeah, they're my three yeah. favorite books.
4: You know, I I read those books like twenty five times each. You know, uh I'm a dummy though, you know, I ain't smart like a lot of people. So I had to I had to go over and above, you know, one person. They could read it one time and they got the whole book, but I didn't get it like that. You know, so it took me a lot of times reading over and over and over again. And matter of fact, I only read a few books when I since I've been home from prison. And those have been been uh, the books that I read most of the time. And I
3: think that I mean, when it comes to books, I mean, people can choose to look at it and read it that way and they can get it in one shot. But sometimes when you read it, you know, multiple times or choose to look at things in a different way, I mean, over a certain amount of times, you get a different digestion yeah you right like, you now I mean, and I think you get a lot of bigger appreciation for it, yeah, you're and right, you can probably apply it in different situations,
1: especially,
4: especially if you read another book yeah. that's just as if good as that stop, one, hell. and then it gives you a whole different perspective of what yeah. they were saying, you know, so so you're absolutely correct, and I should read read one let me read that other one again, mm-hmm. so I was just going back and forth with the three sure. books and and um they made me you know who I am today and you know, I feel like I'm dangerous.
3: <laughs>
4: like Michael Jackson say, I'm dangerous. Yeah, um, you know, I, I got a lot of plans for, for how to help the hood get on. And, and boxing is one of the ways because I know how much influence, you know, I saw how much influence Floyd Mayweather had over people, you know, how how they watched him and how, how they really, like, adore him, you know. So... Um, I said, well, you know what? I got to get me somebody, but somebody that's thinking the right way with that same type of influence, And, and that's what I'm doing now.
1: Yeah,
4: I agree. Most of our celebrities, they only come to the hood when they come to get that money. You know, I say, uh, how you calling a homie? He never come to the hood. You know, So uh, we got to change that because our people need, you know, role models that they can touch and see and, 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 and understand how they did it. You know, like a lot of guys, they're successful, but they don't tell you how they became successful. And I think it's important to our young people that they learn what it takes to become successful. You know, you can't. Sit on the couch and watch TV and eat popcorn and think that you're gonna become successful. You know, my man say, poverty is ruthless, so you ain't got to do nothing to come in and take over." I say, "But riches is meek and humble. You gotta wove in the door and and chase it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta court. Oh, you gotta court riches. You know, you can't you can't do it like you do poverty. You know, poverty just gonna to come to you. So. We got to teach our young people that 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 um, you know you got to run from poverty. You know what I'm saying? Because it will come in and take over. That's my mission.
1: <laughs> All
4: right. Um. So
0: we also do a portion of the show where we actually get into like topics and we talk about. Like life stuff. Uh, like she got the topic. top. Sure I, <laughs> <So, laughs> I didn't say that. You said
1: my hands were ashy.
4: You was supposed to say my hands are ashy. Cover mine up. Cover mine up. I said, I'll be uh, done. I'm starting it, on you. My thing is cold outside. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if y'all seen it,
2: but it just happened on
1: 95 with a girl. She was drunk driving, a state trooper, she hit two state troopers, two state troopers and then one civilian. The state trooper had already pulled her over two miles before. To took a birth from didn't pay, she was drunk as and they let her go. And, my bad. she hit two people, but, the thing she did that it's controversial. She was defending her, born defending her, she was wrong, she was wrong, she wasn't wrong. <laughs> Well, they deserved it because they was it beforehand. should have mm. a mm.
0: so much on mm. I feel like... I <laughs> 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 Not, Not me. me. Uh, more I mean, something than say, others. I ain't come now
1: <laughs> to <none> <laughs> 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 it's I know I did I'm like, she, like, crazy, like. Uh, she, she's wrong.
0: Before she's wrong. trooper. They don't. Well, not 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 all not state the, ones the ones who got hit. hit no, they, <laughs> <laughs> they weren't the ones who
4: pulled over. The state troopers beforehand who let her go, knowing she wasn't able to drive.
1: Wrong.
0: So well, yeah, he's gonna be hard. Are, are they, they being penalized though, or is she just didn't being penalized? She just,
4: just got, he just
2: got third degree.
1: Yeah, she, yeah, 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 yeah,
4: right. yeah, yeah. Well, she definitely supposed to be penalized, and he he's supposed to be penalized as well. If, if his job was to to arrest her, right. at least if nothing else take the keys from the car. Yeah, at least that. So so he definitely should be penalized, fired, or something, some type of way. But that don't that don't excuse her actions. No, uh, she she got to pay the price. Right.
0: Um. Well, in a different perspective. If you look at it, you can say it's kind of not her fault because she wasn't in a mind state. Like, her mind state is totally gone anyway. She's drunk. So all she knows is where she's going See, that's the
1: problem, what? man. That's yeah, the problem. that's the great thing. Yeah, you can post
0: anything.
3: And people chase clout for everything. Like, you want to just be popping on the gram, you're you Like, you can get, like, anybody smoke, you can get yourself, you can be telling on yourself. Yeah. Yeah, like, come on, just so you can get some views and some likes. Like. And no, internet, baseball
4: coaches a do it too. Anybody's a reporter now with the internet. Yeah, internet, just just, um, just light up.
0: It just happened in baseball when they was doing. that had the, um in Houston they had that still stealing uh controversy. The coach had the nerve to say he had a tweet that said stealing bases, in signs. And stealing something else isn't as easy as it looks. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, when they were like doing the investigation, they were
4: first thing they pulled up was that tweet. Can they prove it? Can they prove he was stealing their signs?
0: You said it in a tweet. You basically said you still you I mean, I'm,
4: but it could be like the rappers. I'm just, I'm yeah, just rapping. I'm just rapping. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't real. I just, I just did a tweet. I just did a tweet to get some likes. Yeah, I don't know, man. This, this internet thing is, is is new, but I mean, if you really, if you really a business person, you you gotta you gotta work this internet. You know, sure. that's the
3: key. It's definitely the key to everything. I think it's just like. I mean, what you choose to do with it. I mean, you can be, you know, you know, negative or in a way like how she just did as far as, you know, just making sure that she put out there I'm the best drunk driver on the gram. Like, none of that stuff is edifying. So, like, if you got a platform or anything like that, you want to make sure you put your product out. You want to make sure that you just put something out, good content or something that's going to be the betterment, you know what I mean, of something that you're trying to put out.
4: Well, They're going to use that statement part against her in
0: court. Yeah. Oh, no,
3: for sure.
4: Yeah, and the crazy thing easy.
0: is, most people don't know that jobs, when before they even call you for the interview, and shit, they look at, they go, they look up your name and go through all your they social do, medias.
4: Yeah, they do. Like,
0: they, they could do that.
4: That's you know? the easiest way to know somebody. If you yeah, want to yeah. know, you know, uh, you know, when I when I was in prison, I read like three hundred books on business, and, and one of them was saying that if if I want to know who the person is, I go and check all their friends. You know. That's going to give me an idea of who you are. So, I mean, that's the easiest way to find out who they are by going to their social media because they're going to put all their business out there. Yeah. Hey, how, how you on
1: social media?
3: But you just put out fight content? I <laughs> yeah. 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 So, I'm
2: yeah. Stick to this. I stay that's out the way, way, man. I yeah. stay out the way. Not cause, Like you said, I mean, that social media stuff can get you in trouble. You know what I mean? You know, uh, but back at home, you know, people be posting a lot of stuff. Then get them either, you know, smoked or, you know, yeah. in trouble with the law. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, not too long ago, I, I left uh, when I left from home, uh, like, two weeks later, you know, my boy, he got shot He got shot in the face. You know what I'm saying? I he he got a jaw wired up. I don't know if it was off social media, but, it, you know, it was altercation through two chicks and he trying to break it up. And the dude come up and he, um, you know, he fired up. So he shoots him in the face because my boy wasn't about to go for nothing. Crazy. Yeah. You feel me? So, I mean... Honestly, I will stay athlete. You know what I'm saying? I just put good content out there. Yeah, I always, I, I don't even go to parties, man. You, if it's a party, you gotta have a birthday cake for me to go. <laughs> <laughs> champ, you know, champ
4: been an athlete all his life. Yeah, right? yeah. He he, so, he, he played for, well, four, what yeah, four sports? Yeah, four school, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Yep. Played football, basketball, ran track. You know what I'm saying? Baseball, I did a lot. Of, yeah, I was busy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can imagine that that,
3: like, helped as far as, you know, with your boxing and stuff like
2: that. Yeah, whatever yeah. that, for sure, okay. yeah, definitely. It all, it all coincides with the sport of boxing, for sure. Well, but,
4: pretty much all sports are kind of related. You know, yeah, when you're yeah. talking about footwork, you know, it's just being coordinated. Footwork. You know, you bring a guy in the gym, you got to teach him coordination, you know, that's... It's a whole nother level. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to
3: relearn how to walk as far as like, you
1: know, when you're an Yeah. yeah I,
3: mean, I, really I ain't behind
4: it. Once you start learning about it, you can fall in love with it. Yeah. definitely like a mind. So I mean, so tough, I mean. tough sport. You know, right. For me being, you know, just really being around the athletes now. And seeing some of the stuff that they have to go through to, to prepare themselves, it's like, wow, I couldn't do that. You know, <laughs> I, I can do a lot of things, but I don't know if I could do yeah. you know, It's
2: the discipline. Two I mean, or three days, yeah. no eating. Yeah, yeah, that's what it be, your you your know what yeah. I'm saying? i be talking to my brother, you know, I FaceTime me. This dude had the audacity to our dad be eating my face. You're like, man, this shit smack. I'm like, bruh, for real. Like, <laughs> yeah, you over but there drinking that, water. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean I can, I drink water, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you over there eating yeah, the good stuff. Right. I gotta go ahead and eat the looking like a rabbit, eating yeah. freaking veggies and I'm like, I mean I'm cool with it. You know what I'm saying? I know what's it the benefit of it. But it's like dang, that look fun over there, what you doing. Sure, <laughs> how long did that how long did that take to kinda like for you to get used
3: to?
2: Uh Honestly, I don't know how long it really takes. I mean, you gotta force yourself to get used to something like that. Just like I said, discipline. You know what I'm saying? Cause I mean, if I, if I wanted to, yeah, I can go eat some, you know, some, some what they call them, Juju fish, some Swedish fish. You know what I'm saying? And if I order to I can go ahead and eat that, but I don't know, I'm gonna face the consequences of doing something like that. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you put in your body, you are gonna get the results out of it. Cheat days, not dark I mean after the fight, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna go crazy. I'm gonna okay. eat some food. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm gonna gain back probably ten I'm probably gonna gain back ten pounds tomorrow. But yeah, I'm gonna probably be back close to my walk around weight after the fight for sure. You said, uh, you've been
3: in the city for like a month. Yeah. Right, so the whole time you've been in the city you've been
2: in camp. Yep. But <laughs> you ain't getting cheese painting. No. You been, no nothing, man. Oh, yeah. I'm okay with that
4: because I ain't from here. too. So yeah, I'm yeah. just
3: I saying like if you
4: can, yeah, you know I mean, Get yeah, like, for sure. I he, come here here he come man. here on a mission. He come here on a mission. You know, yeah. the mission, the mission got to be accomplished. You know, he said his, he set his goals. You know, and that's another thing that I like about him. He set his goals. You know, he, he didn't have to come up here and train. He could have stayed in Dayton, but he wanted to. You know, once I introduced him to Boots and Bowser, he was like, "Man, I want to come up there and train with them. And and I I respect Because you know, most people they don't wanna go where you gotta work hard, right? You know, they wanna go where it's easy and and, and you know, it's tough over there. It's tough over there in that gym. <laughs> yeah, <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, oh, right, this world, we gonna burn the books, we ain't got no way
3: to go back, so we, only thing we gotta <laughs> do is what we gotta yeah, yeah. And, right, like sure.
0: Um, speaking of Dayton, how much of Dayton like influences your fight style or influence you as a fighter?
2: Uh, shoot, I ain't gonna lie. We ain't got that much of fighters from dating, but on the influence side of things, you know, my pride, we prideful people down there, just like y'all always up here, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I got heart, now you gotta have heart down there and dating. I feel like I said, you know, I feel like dating. When I moved out here, it wasn't hard for me to adjust, because, you know, you know how you know people, if you don't know you don't talk to him, that's how it is in day, you know what I'm saying? If I don't know you, I'm not going to say nothing to you. I'm going to say, I mean, now my head was good, you know what I'm saying? But I'm going to keep it pushing. It's uh, it's the same mentality up here. That's why it's easy for me to adjust. It's like if I had moved to, like, like I went to Orlando before. Everybody out there friendly. You know what I'm saying? Yo, so everybody smiling like, dang y'all, y'all some happy people. But i understand, just saying, y'all in this 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 nice climate, you got Probably eighty right degrees. Yeah. Probably yeah. Was 80 <laughs> degrees. <laughs> I mean, it was eighty degrees. It was sixty degrees one time. I went on a freaking six mile jog. Had no shirt on. I had shorts. They're all looking at me like, yo, you crazy? I'm like it's sixty degrees, it's yeah, good. I yeah, go yeah. swimming. Yeah.
4: yeah, we be freezing in sixty. <laughs> no, like right now, I'm freezing cool. here. It's fifty degrees. I'm I'm nice. I'm like woo wee. It's the blizzard out here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Get
3: a couple of on your hands, you know?
0: <laughs> Um. So you got the got to feel for kind of the winter here, kind of
2: right? Uh, y'all 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 it ain't that it, it ain't really that bad. It's about it's the same.
0: I said kinda. Cool, That's I why I said kinda. I said kinda. We didn't even <laughs> have one of these. Yeah. That's why I said kinda. It was kinda. Yeah, I we said kinda. We're not, we're not giving it like a full. I said we didn't have one. <laughs> yeah, he said we didn't have one. We didn't have
4: one. I was cold. But you're always cold. You need
2: me. Yeah. I was the
0: world of my mom. Did y'all
4: get that, that 2,000 uh, mile snowstorm they had this year? 2,000 mile
3: snowstorm? Yeah,
4: you didn't hear about that? Like from Texas? To Ohio's. Yeah, we, we, we got like the, the little butt into that. like uh, Detroit. Cause, cause, it hit all over.
0: Because we're from Virginia and then came up. Right. right. Up,
3: yeah. That wasn't that bad. That wasn't that,
4: was that bad. Like it wasn't bad if you wasn't in St. Louis. Yeah. St. Louis it was crazy. Sometimes. St. Louis, Oklahoma, Texas. Yeah. You know, Texas ain't used to that kind of snow. So, no, they said it was pretty bad down there.
0: Yeah, once it starts snowing in Texas,
4: you know something. Yeah, wrong. something wrong. <laughs> yeah, they closed the airports. Remember, they closed the airports. There wasn't nobody moving. Detroit, where nobody wasn't moving, not even driving cars. Detroit, I know it. was over there. But all that was covered in that storm. That storm covers from like Detroit to Texas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah,
3: since like yeah. It, I'm definitely.
4: cool. Y'all going to come out to the fight Friday? I mean, I'm off. Yeah, hey,
0: I'm off. I'm off. Come out and support. Say come say out and so. yeah, show I'm the, the
4: champs it. and support. Definitely. Definitely. For, sure. Pull up for sure. Don't want to miss it, man. Hey,
2: 2300 ring Friday. Yeah.
4: <laughs> 7 <laughs> o'clock. Yeah. 7 o'clock. Yeah. So we we'll
2: uh we got purchased
3: purchase tickets. Uh...
4: Yeah, yeah. They, uh, they're uh selling tickets for 55 bucks.
3: Okay. All right. Right, and then I'm,
4: I'm there. selling them too. You think you buy one for me. I'll give you one of my books free. Oh, get a
3: book. Right yeah, <laughs> yeah, buy a ticket for me. Take you advantage. get a book for free. I got you. I got you. i <laughs> right with you. Yeah. yeah. No lie. I right,
0: um. Since so you bought the book. Yeah. Um. How long, or when did it come to you that you wanted to do the book? Uh.
4: I think I was reading, I was reading a newspaper about Tookie Williams when they was getting ready to execute Tookie, and I saw that he almost won a Nobel Peace Prize, and I started thinking, I had a life sentence at that time, too, about the possibility of parole, so I was like, wow, Tookie, if his crime that they had, I'm not saying he did the crime, but I'm saying the crime that they had him charged with, if it wasn't so horrendous, he probably would have got out, they had him for double murder robbery, a double murder robbery, uh, and if that crime wasn't so horrendous, after he wrote his book, he might have got out, so I was like, wow, what if I could do a book, and it had the kind of success that Tookie had, maybe that might be my way out of here, so uh, I started writing the book, and I said that, I couldn't write about gangbanging because I'd never gangbanged, but I said, you know, nobody had ever really wrote a drug book, a real drug book, you know, they got the make-believe stories and all you know, the stuff we see on TV. Uh, they, they, they fill us up with those, but there had never been a real, in my opinion, a real black drug dealer story. Um, and I thought that, that I should write it. And I started. All right, so
0: um, how many years after writing it did you actually get into publishing?
4: Well, I started writing that book around... 98, and I didn't get it published till about 2012, 2013. Wow. So it took quite a while. I self-published. You know, I don't own my book myself. Don't have nobody tell me when to put it out or what what I can't say in it, none of that. They can't tell me nothing about my book. It's mine. <laughs> Just the way I wanted it. Just the way I wanted it. (laughs) Yeah, it's just the way I wanted it. So uh, that's why it took a little while. I had to raise the money to uh, to publish it. I self-published, and it took me a little while to come up with the money. But uh, I did around 2012, 2013. And it's done good. I should be I, sh- I should, be a New York Times bestseller. bestseller? Oh, but you know, I've been selling mine out the trunk, so they, <laughs> they can't keep record. Oh, yeah. They can't keep record. And I ain't going to say how many I done sold. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> we ain't going to talk about really
3: that.
4: I love it. I love it. So, nobody nobody can, can take the credit. Nobody can stop me from selling it. Well, nobody could do anything to it. You know, everything was done just the way I wanted. Now I let other people advise me on how to do stuff, but for the most part, it's because I like the idea that they gave me. You know, they gave me a good idea. I like it. Okay, I'm gonna use that idea. Uh, but it wasn't like, you know, like I had a meeting when I first got out of prison with the four most powerful guys in Hollywood: uh, Ori Manuel, Jeff Bezos, Spencer Boomer, and Michael Linton. Uh, they run Hollywood. If you see someone on TV, one of those guys. Touched it some kind of way, we came across one of them's desk, and they were telling me that if I did it with them, then I was going to have to listen to somebody else tell me how my story should go, and and um, you know to me that didn't make sense. like No thank you, thank you, but no thank you, and and I rejected the offer. You know, people ask me all the time, why well, your movie not on the on the screen? You know, we got. This movie, that movie, and, and most people know that I'm more popular than, than all the guys who they did those movies on. But at the same time, my movie's not out. Well, that's because I wanted some say so, and and that was something that that I wasn't gonna compromise.
0: <coughs> so, had, like, cause I'm definitely the same way. I feel as though if I'm gonna have like if it's mine. I don't want to be told, like, all right, well, you got to... Especially from someone who was, like,
4: not actually putting in the work. No, don't know. Yeah. And know absolutely nothing about you. Didn't even know. These guys, let me tell you, these guys were so dumb that they didn't even know how I got in their offices. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't even understand how I got in their office. I was only out of jail one week. And here I am office. sitting in some of the most powerful dudes in the show business. I'm sitting in their offices one at a time. They just took me to one office to another office and they didn't understand what I was doing there. They thought I came to sell my story. I was like, I didn't come here to sell my story. <laughs> 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 I don't need you. I don't want your money. I know what comes with your money. You know, I heard the stories, you know, I didn't read the books. So, uh, they really couldn't understand that, you know, um, uh, one of them, he told Mark Wahlberg, he say, uh, uh, Rick's a fool. He'll never get his story done, but he got balls. Cause I walked out on it and, uh, you know, I stand on my principles, you know, you don't have no principles, then you don't have nothing. You know, Malcolm X says, you don't stand for something, you'll fall for everything. So I had to stand up for my, uh, for my story. And, you know, what they offered me, I already made that in book sales already. And their their deal was was one of them wraparound deals where they take everything book, documentary, video game, anything that come out of that, they own it. And I was like, I don't think so. I wanted to break mine up in pieces or in case you was a snake. You only right, got right. that piece, Snake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you ain't gonna have the whole thing, like Yeah, yeah so that's kinda like how it all went down and, and with the book. And now, you know, my my movie we finance right now. We got we got a budget of thirty million dollars, independent. Uh, I've been working with Reginald Hutman, which which I'm static to be working with. You know, I feel privileged to to be working with somebody, a status of uh, Reginald Hutman. You know, uh, I don't know how I got there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um hopefully, you know, in the next three or four months we'll be shooting. Uh, he's doing a big movie right now, so once he finishes with that, he will be starting on mine.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, how important is because this sounds like it's very important. Why is it important for you to be? I I want to say independent in a way. It's because why, why why is not it not necessarily
4: independence? No, but 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 having a say. Having to say, I would say more so having to say than than independent because you're not independent when you're working with other people. You know, you're independent from you're independent from the from the machine. You're not working with the machine, but that don't mean that that you that you're independent. And I don't want to be independent. I know that we all need other people to, to assist us. You know, I, I couldn't move without without my team. You know, my team do so much for me that that is crazy, you know, from booking my flights to get my hotel rooms, renting cars, you know, they they allow me to be free, you know, where I can run and do the things that, that I like to do, and, and I try to surround myself with people that gives me that freedom, you know, to where I don't have to worry about uh, bank accounts and, and uh uh rental cars and hotel rooms, you know, I just call them and tell them what city I'm in and they're going to book a room for me. Where's where your address? What's the closest address to you? I tell them that address and next thing you know, I got a room. So I, I appreciate having a team like that. I just didn't want anybody to be dictating to me, you know, what I was going to be doing with my life and what I couldn't do with my life. I didn't think that that that, that was that was a thing, you know. I, I was, and, and you know, I was a little mad at John Singleton for a minute, uh, but I started this new show called After the Snow about snowfall. And uh, after I started really thinking about it and I thought about me and John's relationship, I know that John looked up to me and he he did like me. Uh, But when I found out he went and did snowfall without me, I was upset, you know, because we had been kicking it, talking and, and plan on doing this movie, and then all of a sudden he go do Snowfall. But then I thought about it, and then I thought about the experiences I'd had with these other people, and and then some say, well maybe John went to them and told them that he had you, but they say they didn't want you. And after I thought about that, and I was like, wow, that's possible. So I just don't want to be dictated to.
0: Oh, I feel that because. I, I, I'm I, honestly the same way. Like, I, I, I. I wouldn't say being dictated to. I would more. I don't. I don't like being told what to do. I don't. I. I really don't. Like, but I'm not. I'm not like a my way or the highway type though. What? No. <laughs> I'm full offended though, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm not more so than my way the highway type. And okay, depend on the situation. I, I'll give you that.
4: Thank you. Well, if you're right, if you know what you're talking about, you know, once once you know absolutely, positively that that you're right, then you shouldn't be be told what to do, you know. But if it's something that, that you don't know about, then it's okay for somebody to maybe tell you or give you advice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. See, but all advice is not good advice, though. All the advice is not
2: good advice. No. I don't mean, to take
0: all
2: the advice. Oh. Take pieces of
4: it, mm-hmm. then you put a puzzle together. A take,
0: puzzle. What yeah, take what you can use, and yeah. the ones you can't use, throw it away. Most of it I can't use. <laughs> 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 so I, I, I try not to. I try not. To like do more so like I would say ask for advice. I'm more so like how do we say meet or you come. I I like I, yeah. Cause it's, 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 I'm not putting in a word that's good for how we do, how we do it. But I'm like cause I do get stuck and I like I know that's like a big thing, especially like we like doing a lot of different business projects and different like you're moving a lot. So getting stuck is like crazy. So having a team that you could like bounce things off of, stuff like that, like
4: But well, that's why you gotta surround yourself with great people. See when you got great people, what you call it? The mastermind group. That's what Napoleon Hill called it too. <laughs> when you when you when you start building your mastermind group then you have to have the confidence in your group too that that you can't take their advice. And you do have to be open-minded enough to 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 allow them to 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 dictate to you sometimes. Mm. See, so, it's that it, word. Did it take well, Did it take
1: you a while to really mesh to come together? Team-wise, like did it take you a while
4: to mesh the single Like. It took a while to get the contract deal. <laughs> we went through negotiations. We went through negotiations. You know, uh, uh, my part, one of my partners or my advisor, is is very controversial. You know, uh, some people say he's a racist. Um, <clears throat> I haven't saw anything racist that he said, but he's very opinionated. You know, he 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 knows boxing. You know, and and he lets it be known that he really knows boxing. So uh, I think Bashan. Who was that Bashan that was negotiating hard for you? Yeah, who was negotiating
2: for uh, oh, me? Yeah, who was that? The lady Elizabeth, or oh, That's my sister.
4: Oh, that's your yeah. sister.
2: She oh. ain't, she ain't, we she ain't blood, but she like that's my big sister. I look uh, up uh, to her. Uh, so she's like your uh, manager. Yeah, she was my manager at the time. What she say? What she was telling you? She was like, "Oh yeah, uh, don't, don't, don't do that because you know." They gonna dictate your whole career, yeah. But you know, at that time, you know, I was talking, me and me, me and talking a lot. You know, one thing he said is like, even if you don't sign this contract, man, we homies now, we still cool. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Y'all, you can still reach out to me. Now that, that's one thing that opened my mind. Like, genuinely he a genuine human being. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and being dictated is, and I can always be like, I don't even wanna box more, bro. You got it? You know what I'm saying? So. At the end of the day, you know, we all came to an agreement. You know, she stepped down, and she wasn't comfortable. But you know, I had to take it in my own time. Like, it's not really. It wasn't. It's not about you being comfortable. It's about me being comfortable. You know what I'm saying? So we ended up making a deal. You know what I'm saying?
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it wasn't big yet. You know, he he taking a chance with me. You know, he he, he giving me. I mean, we giving each other a chance. You know, we we both taking a chance on each other, but with me, it's bigger than boxing, man. It's about our young brothers learning how to to think outside the box, how to be uh, uh, critical thinkers. You know, how to to be able to take that notoriety that they got, and not only benefit themselves, but benefit the others around them. And and uh, you know, he's gonna have that power, and I just hope that you know that he learns his lessons so that he can take that power and 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 do things that's going to benefit our community because we need, we need some, some, some new leaders, you know, these old leaders, they done got old, you know, they done forgot.
1: <laughs> so,
4: so that's one of the main reasons that, that I do the boxing thing. It, it ain't about, you know, am I going to get a belt or none of that. Uh, I, I know with my skills that I use, anything that I go into, I mean, selling cocaine is probably the hardest thing that, that I ever done before in my life and probably one of the hardest businesses that you don't ever go into. You think about every morning that you get up, you wake up with a pistol, you know, saying that today I might have to kill somebody, or today I might get killed, or today I might go to jail. You know, when, when you're living under those type of strengths, it's it's tough. You know, I used to have a bottle of Melanda, I drank everything like water, because <laughs> my stomach, you know, it had messed my stomach up. But once I went to prison, you know, I did it for a couple of months and, and that the worry and, and the stress level went down and, and I never had to take it anymore. You know, and I also became a vegan at the same time. But uh, yeah, yeah, thirty one years now oh, and counting. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so you know, that's that's my mission with, with this whole thing and, and not just that's the, and that's one of the reasons I do so many businesses, you know, because I wanna to touch a lot of people.
0: Yeah, so you you said networking is like the big part of it. So when you're networking, how do you know which direction is right for you?
4: Well, well you mean which people are right because because networking is really people. And and you don't. But I, I enter every relationship with an open mind that this person is the best person in the world. And everything that they told me is true until after they start proving otherwise. And, and that's the way I try to go into every single relationship. I, I don't, like some of my friends, you know, when, when we meet somebody and we'd be talking, they'd be like, oh no, that game ain't right. And I was like, you don't even know him. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know her. So, so I, I try to go into every relationship with the open mind that this person is going to do everything that they said they was going to do. Now I get kicked in the butt a whole lot. But uh, I feel that uh, those those licks are worth it, and, and I have to keep keep going.
0: So either way, it's still a positive because you learn from those.
4: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: Um, so how do you deal with those? Like, how do you bounce back from those? Those?
4: I mean, that's nothing about. I mean, you know, when when. You know, I, I was I was thinking a couple of days ago about how many deals I've done in my life. You know, I've probably done hundreds of thousands of deals, you know. And I mean, and when I say deal, I don't mean million-dollar deals. I mean from, from the smallest deal, you know, $10. A $10 deal is a deal. That's between two people making an agreement to, to, to do something. You know, uh, so, you know, I've done hundreds of thousands of deals, if not millions of deals. And it's just something that, that it just happens in business. You know, you're going to, you're going to get beat. If you keep doing business, you're going to get beat. You know, it's like they say, uh, uh, whoever played basketball never missed a shot. You know, nobody. So if you play in business, you, you're going to get beat. You know, that's just part of, that's just part of the game. And, and I don't feel like I'd be bouncing back. I'd be feeling like that's just part of, you know, like what he probably feel like when he get hit by a punch, you know that was just <laughs> it's part something that happen. Part of the game, yeah. So I don't look at it as bouncing back uh, because I, I I don't let nobody knock me down. You know they, they might stagger me, but not, they, I don't let nobody knock me down. I never put all my eggs in one basket. You know where if I lose that basket, then I'm totally I'm totally out of it. Now I've done that before. No, we took a trip. And you read the book. When you read the book, we took a trip to Miami. And at that time, I had about six hundred and some thousand dollars. And we took all the money we had, and we went to Miami. We bought dope, and then after we had all the dope, we was looking up, and we was like, two thousand dollars. Got two thousand dollars, no way home. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. (laughs) We had six hundred thousand dollars worth of dope, and no way home.
0: Wow. <laughs> That's, heavy. That's,
4: yeah. That's heavy. No driving license.
0: Whoa. Yes.
4: We was out there. We was out here.
0: Hey, oh wow.
4: Man, we, yo. when you read the book, you'll see it. It's wow. in there. And uh, you know, I had to figure it out, you know. So uh but I learned never do that again, you know. And and I try not to repeat the same mistakes. I don't wanna be insane. I'm I'm a fool but not insane. No. Question:
1: Was you was
4: you around? Um. Uh, they had already developed, but yeah, I was there when when they was in the early stages. I was I, I remember it's in my book too. When when the Crips and the Bloods used to play football against each other, I I remembered that. I you know I was probably about ten, eleven. So I wanted to be a Crip too, but Mama, Mama used that telephone card. <laughs> 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 they they weren't locking them up then, cause you come to school with whips on you, you know. Yeah. So so she she had no problem putting that telephone card on you to get out of line. Yeah, I remember when the and and the blood. I talk about the first blood that got killed, the first one of them that got killed. I talk about that in the book as well. My book is deep, you know. And it, 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 it's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna sell a million copies, you know. Once. Once they, Well, women don't start finding out about it. See, at first, when I first started selling it, it was just like all oh, street dudes buying it. Now women is starting to buy it, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, right. Women breathe, yeah, like right? Yeah, but they don't be knowing. See, they don't they don't be knowing, though. Like, you know, like when they see me, they, like women don't really recognize me. You know, it's mostly guys. And, and, and then hustler guys, you know, like the hustlers, Any anybody. And hustling women, they, they recognize me, though. Hustling yeah. women did. But I'm talking about for the average, you know, a woman who be, you know, just an average woman working, working, working. Yeah, they they, didn't, they, didn't, they just now starting to do it, you know, like church women are starting to buy it now. And, and, and yeah, so it's taking on, oh, taking on a new oh, life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's starting to take on a new life. At first it was just like, man, where the street dudes at? I know they're going to buy them one. <laughs> I used to ride around looking for street dudes, you know, because I knew they was going to buy it. Uh but now it's starting to uh, to pick up, you know, a whole different uh population.
3: That's good to <coughs> people. <laughs> A, a, a book that you put out that you know was geared specifically for you know a type of
4: person. No, I didn't gear guy. it to the street dudes. Oh, you did. No, but I knew they was gonna support it though. You knew
3: they was gonna gravitate towards so They
4: know you. Know they the knew me. They art. knew the story. They liked me. And then what I also what I also figured out you know because I read about fourteen books on marketing while I was doing. I read like three hundred books while I was in prison. Yeah. So so I educated myself. You know I, I didn't graduate from high school, but I came out of prison with education. So what what I knew is that uh, uh everybody followed the dope boys. Whatever the dope boys do, everybody else wanna do. So I knew if they started to buy it, it would only be a matter of time before the rest of the population caught on and and followed suit. So uh they start they finally trickling in. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm saying,
4: um, and don't get off Amazon, please. Yeah, Jeff yeah. Bezos don't so, want your money. <laughs> Jeff Bezos don't need your money. I do. <laughs> you can get at my website, freewayrickyross.com. Yeah. What I was about to say, I'm, some of the biggest things you learn, learned in as far as just, you
3: know, life how to move in certain situations, that they change watching and seeing him build
2: situations Who's some of the big you Um, you know, reading them books, you know what I'm saying? It it open up your brain, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Keeping different type of people away from you and what kind of energy you want to bring around yourself. And um, you know, I, I was on the phone with my little brother the other day, you know, I was telling him about the, the ideas I want to do with the money I'm going to make from the from the game and out of the game. You know, my brother's like financial literacy." You know what I'm saying? I was like Yo, you tell me he said I, I'm financial literate? I ain't never heard he say said that before. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's like he usually try to give me the ideas. But uh, yeah, like, you know, building your own brand, you know, that's one thing he's good at, you know, building his brand. And um, he's trying to, you know, put that into all of his fighters, you know what I'm saying? And, and not even just his fighters, into our our, our new generation, you know. And like you said, no, like you guys said, ain't nobody trying to, you know, Put something into to this youth, into uh, you know our culture. But uh, what what I've learned for sure a lot though is is uh maintaining you know not not ing- ignorance, not being ignorant about anything, and be more assertive. You know what I'm saying? Like when I when I talk to somebody, you know you, you ain't gotta be aggressive, but you right. got you know you gotta it mean what you're saying. Yeah, like know that like make sure that they know you about business. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that for sure, and he brought me around a lot of a lot of good people. That's gonna help me get to that too. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know, uh he got the he got the, he got the he got the network. Yes, he do. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you you yeah, know yeah. my uh my sister tell me she said you know uh, network is your net worth. You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah. true. And that's, 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 that's true. That's true.
4: That's,
3: that's, that's yep. Yeah, change what you rap cell Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep, for sure. Yeah,
0: cause um. Especially, like, here, as of right now, um, the state of the city, uh, with the youth, most of everything that's, like, going on right now is, like, everybody like, what, 18 and under, probably 17 and under, and having something, like, else, especially, like, you, that could steer them into that different direction, that's like, that's big because they don't have that, especially some like here, especially they don't have that here in the
4: city. Yeah, so. yeah, because Philly is a poor city. I mean, when I go back to Cal I tell them dudes, y'all think y'all poor? Y'all better go to Philly <laughs> and Dayton. <laughs> I've been to Dayton too, so uh, uh there's a lot more cities in, in like California, y'all, y'all, Y'all got paved streets and sidewalks, and street sweepers come every week. And y'all don't know how good y'all got it, you know. When when you see other people from other cities who who are really, you know, having it rough. I think the main
3: thing, like, what you just spoke I think the tangibility. That's what's the, you know what I mean, we need to not just see like people that's doing stuff on TV and be like, damn, I, I wanna to inspire to be that, but also to see them in your hood or see you in the streets, you know what I mean, instead of third, it makes you more tangible instead of a myth now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it makes it it makes it more realistic that you know, that they can become something, you know, more than what they are now. You know what I mean, and seeing it and like dang, I can just be just like him. I can be Things that you probably did, and come back, and still show my folks love uh, and a way to get out. So I think it's like what you
4: touched on too. You know, like it's, it's so much more just what this thing. And you know, TV is this mystical, magical box right. that that people have a tendency to when they look at what's on TV. They don't look at the people on TV the same as they do everybody else. You know, like Michael Jordan is. He can fly. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, <laughs> Beyonce is like the beautifulest, you know. Uh, um, Jay-Z is the richest, you know. So so they don't equate them to, to, to normal people. Those are like superheroes almost. Right. So um, what you're saying is is absolutely correct. We need people that will actually come to the community so that these kids can see that they have problems and, and um. Uh, the same thing that we all have, right. you know. They're they're no really no different than us, mm-hmm. except they were able to, to to take their energy and channel it into a section um that made them famous and rich, some of them. I get what you're saying. But I feel like I feel like we should start off with my age on it. Like somebody as your age, I feel like they would
1: have a greater energy because it's like older than Like if people I can do something. Or I can be on his I feel like it should start with people that are younger and not older. Just like, well yeah, they're older they got here. But it's better seeming to be somebody young. He has the story and it did that's even better. Like, all right, you came from this. I'm coming from this too.
3: You don't this you don't this right. from, right? And I agree with that. And I and I when I was speaking to him, I, I, anybody, you know I mean anybody yeah, that yeah, has anybody the position, that. anybody that has the you know the influence, that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. And ideally, right here, like for sure, that would be you know I mean ideal for young boys because they see and they can identify and relate to you because they close to age. I mean, so the position you win and the position that you're going to be in. You're going to have a lot of influence, and you have the right people around you to make sure you make the right decisions, so you can be a blessing to others too. You know sure. what I'm saying?
4: Yeah. But that, that everybody needs to do it, Absolutely. not just young, but old, young. Yeah, I that. mean, if if, I, if our community is going to get ourselves back on top, you know, like we was in Black Wall Street, yeah. we all have to start to to be those people that other people can see the light in. You know. um, it's the only way we're going to make a change. If not, we're we going we gonna to be in trouble. I, I read an article one time and they were saying that the average black woman only had $3 in savings. Yeah. yeah. They were saying black people was going to be totally broke in like 15 years. Yeah. And then I was like, shit, y'all y'all talking about I think they already broke right now. <laughs> you know, and then me and the fellas, we had a little, little discussion about it. And I was like, how many people can you call and borrow $100 from right now? Mm. Most people you can't even borrow $100 from. They ain't got $100. So when you think about that, you're thinking that something is wrong. You know, here we are in America where, you know, people go out and and buy, you know, $500, $1,000 purses and $2,000 tennis shoes, and, you know, the average black person ain't got no money. You know, can barely feed their family and uh, uh, can't afford a car and no gas and, and stuff. So... You know, we gotta make a change somewhere and and I'm hoping to to help, you know, push that narrative. <clears throat>
0: um so wait, what was your question?
3: No, I was just...
0: I, I thought it oh. was <laughs> just to make sure that nobody else... In. Oh, no, 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 I wasn't talking. Um, but I do want to... get into asking Champ... So, with this fight... How do you predict the end?
2: i I predict the end? Yeah. I mean... <laughs> I mean, I don't think God, I don't think God gets to me with the the, the vision to see the future, but you know what I'm saying, um, knockout, you know what I'm saying, I want to, you know, I want to knockout, but I ain't thirsty for a knockout, that's where you uh, screw yourself over, trying to, trying trying to, to put them, yeah, because you know, you ever try to like, I ain't trying to be rude, but like, try to push up on a, a lady, but you being to too aggressive, yeah, you know what I'm saying, like, females don't like that, you know what I mean, be relaxed, and that's how you supposed to be in the, in, 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 the, in the ring. You need to be relaxed, yo. Like, sooner or later, they'll open up to you. You know what I mean? You know what i Then you get to where you want to get to. But you don't ever want to force the situation because now, now you force your hand and now you looking like a weirdo. Baby. Yeah. I I not honestly give you a question. You whoever got. Shut up. i Shut
1: up. All oh, right, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. So, we do. Whoever <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> what? Wait, 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 I'm about to miss the question. Shut up. Alright,
1: go
2: ahead, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> And then you, in the back of my
4: thing, like, no, I gotta make you two times Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you. Yeah. You, 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 you gotta cover that. Every there. time
2: you get in the room with me. Yeah, bust my Yeah. Yeah, my so you, Me and Booster Spar one time. Yeah, hit me with a shot. I think it was with a right hook. Right, it buzzed the hell out of me. I'm like, shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and, and like, I took a step back. You know, he asked if I was cool. I said, yeah, I'm cool. And the round went over. I went back over to him. I'm like, hey, yo, bro. I don't care how hard you hit me. I'm here for a reason, bro. Like, let's go crazy because that's how I'm gonna learn. And then, I mean, I don't regret saying that, but he, you know say He came hard today, you know, pause, <laughs> but he came, you know what I'm saying? Dropping
3: fire,
2: man. Yeah, but I love that, man. I love the energy, man. That's, uh, that's something I always look over, you know, look up to. You know what I'm saying? Sparring Boost is something I ain't never expected to do in my right. career. And do, just now I'm doing it off, you know, off the strength of, you know, Ankh right here. It helped me out doing that. So, uh, Boost was my favorite fighter, you know, when I start coming into the game. You know, so, uh, yeah, that's, I'm humble for something yeah. like that. Yeah.
3: Would
2: you say, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, like, so so uh, you know what I know. you know what I'm saying? hey, you know, a slick southpaw, you know, I try to put some in his defense inside my game. Um, Eris Landy Lara, he had another South from uh Cuba. You know, he almost beat Canelo, he won uh Canelo won my, uh, split decision. Uh Canelo, you know what I'm saying, that's my favorite fighter. Uh Lomachenko, another South that's the GOAT, you know what I mean? And Floyd yeah. and Roy Jones, because Roy Jones flamboyant. Yeah. You know what I'm
4: mm-hmm. saying? Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna get to work with Floyd Daddy. Oh, yeah. Man, mm-hmm. yeah, Floyd Daddy probably uh, i on the team to be one of the trainers on our team. Oh, that's yes, true. Sure. Hey, we we've been talking. We, it, it ain't it ain't finalized yet, but we're discussing it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Kona, yeah, opponent.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's a
0: blessing, man. Um. So uh, I guess uh, we're about to close out. Um, tell them how they can reach you on the gram, socially. You know, uh, know where you at?
2: You guys can follow me on uh, the Chosen Champ, T H uh, E dot Chosen dot Champ. I said T H E because somebody said he said D A. I'm
4: like, bro, what? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: yeah, they can get me at Freeway Ricky on. Instagram, which I'm, I'm more active on Instagram than I'm on most of my pages. Freeway Rick One on Twitter, uh, Freeway Rick Ross on Facebook, and Freeway Rick on uh, TikTok.
1: Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm all over it. I'm all over
4: him. So hit me up. Also uh, check out the Millionaire the Freeway Millionaire Club. Join, sign up, and I got my NFTs. And I'm getting ready to do another NFT drop here in a minute. It's going to be crazy. So y'all stay on the lookout. Follow me, follow me, follow me.